0: they go, Jones, 45 and closing, he lines it up, he kicks the goal! It's on here again, the kick is to the open goal, the Swans get it back! Ball flicked over to what's wrong, he got a kick away! Can you believe it? This game has risen to a new level! It's ricocheting all over the
1: place, it comes out to Hayward, this for the match with the banana Bender, and he puts it through!
0: This has been a famous victory for the Sydney Swans! Yes, boys. Nobody. No worries. demand, Away from home. Hostile crowd. Opposition on top. And the mighty Bloods. What did they do? They just found a way to win. This is True Bloods, the number one Sydney Swans fan podcast. And today on the show, we'll be discussing our review of the incredible come from behind victory against the Cats. The preview of the next game this Saturday against North Melbourne and everything else Sydney Swans. My name's Tom Flanagan, and I'm joined tonight in the Podular Media studio by Madison Clark and Ben Andrew. How are we, fellas? At three-quarter time, I think we are all thinking the situation was pretty dire, but, gee, the boys showed they had plenty to, plenty left to give in that last term, piling on seven goals to win it against the odds. What a magnificent effort.
2: Enormous. Exactly what we wanted, wasn't it? What a response. That's what champions t- champion teams do, Benny. Don't they? They respond. A response
1: is the term indeed, Mads. What a fantastic outing for the boys at uh, at the home away from home. Maybe the old mm-hmm. holiday house could yeah, your yeah. park. Yeah,
0: the second home. I was there. It was a beautiful sunny day down in Geelong. Perfect for watching footy. And it was pretty special to be down there for what was, as I said, a famous come from behind victory for the Mighty Swans. And our third win in a row down at GMHBA Stadium. It feels really good. Three in a row down there. We just love going down to that deck. We absolutely love it, don't we? What, what do you think it is, Tommy? Well, something special about that deck for us. I, I, it's a... Pretty good deck to play on. Um, it's beautiful, lush surface, and I think uh, with the setup that we had on the weekend, the Mosquito Fleet up the fl- up Ooh, the front, yes. um, I think that
1: the Mosquito Fleet that, uh, that, like that
0: helped us a little bit. Um, the the we were able to cover the ground really well, and and the Geelong boys ended up looking a bit big and slow towards the end of the game, and I, I think. The deck can be a little bit attributed to how well we ran out the game. Slightly unforgiving on the uh, on the bigger bodies. It was,
1: but not for one <laughs> Callum Sinclair. Not for one. Not for body. your man, the chieftain.
0: Yeah, Cal was pretty special.
1: Boy pretty special. Name. pretty would, special. Tommy, please stop stop
2: playing this down. Stop <laughs> playing you, it down. He was instrumental. Tommy, would you say that's the the best game you've ever seen him play? Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. In the ruck, definitely. I mean, you look at yeah, um, yeah, uh, you look at the five goal. Bag against the Saints where he just tore tore Jakey Carlisle a new one, but this this was a different level performance. This was a one where we just n- really needed the one big man that we had to step up. He just and, stepped up, didn't he? And gee, did he step up? It was it was one of the it was just monstrous performance. He beasted Stanley in the ruck. He just uh, his tap work on Saturday was as good as I've seen from him. Um,
1: there and was, he got
2: his own clearances too, a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: powerful in the
2: air. Just and when he didn't get him, grabs,
1: when he didn't get him. Poor Joey Kennedy was bloody choking, <laughs> choking how much
0: he was putting it down his throat. Unbelievable. It's just physical, just in Stanley's face, just going, oh, I'm in your face,
2: mate, I'm going to smash you again and again and again until we get the win and you don't. That's and, that's the thing, I saw him, because a lot of Ruckman will go through a game and, yeah, they'll own 40 hit-outs, but you don't often get 18 disposals. Like, that's, that's huge for a Ruckman. And he was getting his own, so it was just... Great to see because he's done it every game. He's sort of stepped up, but I think that was uh, that was he's he's reached the heights now. He's he's number one in my eyes.
1: Oh, absolutely,
2: absolutely. Good luck to Sammy Naismith
0: when he <laughs> gets back. in. <laughs> and if he wasn't the best on ground, it was the skipper back to his absolute best. And after a couple of down weeks, which is you know not what we're we've become accustomed to with Joey Kennedy, he was just phenomenal. Uh, as far as match winning final quarter performances go, from an individual that's got to be up there with nick davis i mean there's not yeah. too many others a big call but, but when you
1: think about it it's yep. very relevant it's it,
2: worthy of a comparison very very worthy we kicked essentially one goal in a half yep. up until that point mm-hmm. essentially and he just uh, decided to 13 touch <laughs> everyone on his back and get going 13. along
1: with uh,
0: along with all those hitouts six uh, six clearances in that last quarter huge Massive. 13 touches, eight contested, three centre clearances, four score involvements, and 233 metres gained in that last quarter, if you don't mind. 233 in a quarter. In one quarter. Yeah. When you're down and away from home and fighting from behind to win the game. Just they, they special. Couldn't,
2: they couldn't get near it, could they, in the final no. quarter? Absolutely yeah. not. They are well, the the miles off.
0: They've got some big names, like Dangerfields and Selwoods and Duncans and Tim Kelly, they're Pretty good players, yeah. and they, they showed in the second and third quarter how good they were, but the Sinclair-Kennedy
2: partnership just bullied them and didn't let them touch it in that last quarter. Well, that that's that's the thing, and the last quarter was fantastic, but even with the second and third quarter, I was um, a little bit under the weather at home, uh, but I thought we just sort of hung in there. We were yep. still playing yep. reasonable footy. It's just, um, unfortunately, you know, as, as Horst said in the presser, um, good, good teams get their turn. And they just had their turn, and we hung in there nicely, and it allowed us to slingshot in the uh, in the fourth quarter. What what did you make of it, Ben? Oh, I
1: mean, I I was pretty nervous going into the game. It was as we discussed a very disappointing outfit uh, on the previous Friday night against Adelaide at home, and I was pretty nervous given what the Cats did to us last time. And given the fact we're going in missing uh, critical critical players to our structure in the likes of Reid and obviously Buddy, uh, we're losing experience in Hanabury. Uh I was quite concerned and I was vocal about that too. I said, I'm really, really bloody nervous. Yep. But uh, credit to them, they went down there. They stuck it out in the first quarter, started really strong. Then Cats kind of worked their way back into it. Yeah. And I messaged you boys towards the end of that third quarter and just said, Ooh, dearie, me, mm. It's not looking good for us here, but you know what turned it for me? What When I just sort of felt there was still a bit of life left in us, the first gamer. Boy, yes. Benny Ronkey Benny Ronke What a man. Just goes straight to Zach Tui on the siren
2: and puts a fist into his chest. How many players do you reckon can say in their first game... That they got a fifteen hundred dollar fine for inciting a melee. You wouldn't usually be this proud of it, but I tell you <laughs> what, I want to
1: scream it from the top of a mountain. Ben Ronki, take a bow, son. Take he, a bow. Because it gave us fire going into that, going into that three up, quarter yeah. time, going into the breaks. And Tom, you were talking last week about how pivotal they are. And look what happened in that first, yeah. at the start of that first, uh, start of the fourth term. Went bang. Yeah. That- the first five minutes. Banks,
0: one word for it: Robbie Fox, the flying fox. The flying fox loved his game. Loved his bailed game. out chief in the ruck in in the middle yep. quarters and and versatile quite, went to full forward and how good was that move? I mean we we had a I mean I had a bit of a dip at uh, horse <laughs> horse last week, but some of the moves that he made um, he, he had a big part in, in what we did on the weekend horse. The way that he was able to move the forward six up the ground a little bit, get them involved in the midfield scrap, and then just back them to beat Geelong going the other way in the one-on-ones in the forward 50, it was fantastic.
2: Well, and he was he was agile, wasn't he? He made changes when they need to be made. I mean, And the, Fox it, to full forward, yeah. who would have yeah. thought of that? Fox to full forward, but then also even just a really... Uh,
1: a really simple coaching move and we just went back to possession football yeah. at the start of that man on man yep, yep we on went one. one to one yep. and every t- and we dominated possession yep. for the first five to ten minutes of that quarter
2: well, that, what, hence, hence why we were able to pull a couple of goals out of it that's the thing I mean they were taking so many intercept marks in the second and third quarter mm. and Horst just identified that and put a man back there on there it, it's it's pretty simple, but sometimes, you know, when you're just focused on your own game plan, it can be hard to do. So I'm really glad that he showed that he can be agile in that regard. Just Good a... on your
1: horse for listening in.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we just need someone to compete in, in the air because yeah. we're undersized and Fox just did that all day, whether it, it was did. in the ruck or just generally in the air around the ground. It, it was fantastic. Fox I, don't, had... I don't want Robbie Fox going anywhere. No. Yeah. And yep. I love his moustache. Even <laughs> <Him and> Dane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, i tell t- you what. The Tash Brothers. Now, Dame was fantastic as well. Yeah. The back six, once again, spotless, You know, it probably um, won't focus on them as much as some of the other players in, in tonight's show, but once again, just absolutely brilliant performance. Grundy was just epic at the back. Smooch it had some critical efforts in there. Lloydie always in the right spots and um, using his polish. I love Jake Lloyd. Tongue. Oh, yeah. Jake I was Lloyd, about to say.
1: almost unsung on the day. Jeez, yep. he was fantastic again.
2: Again, yeah, nearly seven hundred meters gained again yep. from oh, the just consistency. That is obscene. I did love Heaney's game, and again, it yep. can it gets, swept un, it gets swept under the rug because they do it so frequently. But I mean, twenty-one pressure acts, it's massive. That's that's
1: twenty-three that's last week, huge. Twenty-three, that's 23 last game. week, twenty-one this week. Just and and how's that. the how is the presence in the forward line? Yeah, that's it. He, he dangerous, is in front commanding. Goals. commanding
0: commanding the footy. Yep. It's uh, very good signs. Very good signs. At, at selection, we, we had a few questions answered when McCartan and Cameron weren't named. and We knew at that point that it was going to be a bit of a smaller forward setup, and I, I loved it. I absolutely loved the way they just backed those smaller blokes to beat Geelong's defence uh, in the one-on-ones. The Jasneys and they are, are, are big names, solid names, and they've they performed pretty well in the past on that deck as well. And they really uh, struggled with the pressure that we were able to apply to them, the pace that we were able to run through them. And they, they looked like they were always reacting to our running and, and pressure instead of setting up themselves. It's great to have
1: that uh, that extra versatility as well, isn't it? To be able to go smaller and have the goals in play as well as having a couple of blokes like Hayward th- and, and Hayward, Gary who yeah. are
2: still just going to clunk a couple of grabs and go back and nail set shots. When Gary went himself was one of the best things I've ever seen on the boundary. Just, yeah. He just kept going. Handballed it to himself. Yeah. You don't need to remind me about it, Mads. Let me tell
1: you. The old handballed itself just to set up Robbie Fox. Yep. <laughs>
2: Um, you, you were obviously watching the game, Benny. I, no, like not there, you were watching it on TV. I loved Eddie's commentary for once. He was actually just around to us. listen to, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was a bit, bit strange. I, I was wondering if he was feeling okay, yeah. you know, like maybe, uh, maybe someone's put something in the tea this morning. Getting around us in a huge way. Couldn't believe it. It was a bit bizarre. It was almost, dare I say, professional. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sorry, Eddie, if you're listening, it's forever. <laughs> well, we discussed plenty about uh, horse and, and the uh, the moves that needed to be made in last week's podcast, and he certainly did do that this week. Let's have a listen to what he had to say in the post
3: match. To come to Geelong and, and uh, you know we had some amount of scoring shots in the in the third. We needed to tidy up our ball movement a little bit and a couple of things to get right, but um, you know it started in the in the centre of the ground in that last quarter and uh, our leaders were fantastic stood up in the big moments and um, uh, led by Josh who was you know, enormous in that last quarter and I think everyone got on board with him essentially just tidying up our ball movement a little bit better than, than what we were doing in the third term um, and to, to to keep attacking the game to run an overlap and and um, and whether it's our forward entries but further up the ground to keep doing that but also to just to keep backing themselves and um, it's one thing to say it's not so much the message at three quarter time that makes the difference it's the actions of the players and the leaders and and that next group coming underneath it, um, you know made a big difference players like Sinclair and that that sort of had enormous last quarters it doesn't really get down to what the coach says they're a good team and they're going to have their turn and they had their turn for a period of time and particularly loose ball gets in the, in the scramble in the second quarter or a right down and so you know, it's always a measure of uh, making sure that you limit the damage when they have their turn and then keep doing what we talked about pre-game and then during the course of the game to try and adjust to it as the game goes on. But um, you know, you can talk about it until you're blue in the face, uh, but it's actually about doing it and actioning it. And, and that's what I admire about the boys in the last quarter. They just they did it. They did it. They certainly did. And horse. Touched on a few
0: things there that we, we spoke about last week. The ball movement going forward, it was a lot more purposeful. We weren't, we never reverted to that long down the line, looking for stoppages, looking for the boundary and then resetting. It was that take it on through the middle, run in numbers and uh, run and carry handball together. If you couldn't get the handball right, just whack in again and knock it forward. Those little knock ons. Um, and it scared, scared the pants off Geelong really. Yeah, I loved seeing
2: the boys running in numbers. That was one of the first things that I picked up on. It was threes most of the day. Yeah, and that's why that's why it was so manic hmm. for for most of the game. And we were
1: able to able to win
2: so much possession. Yeah, especially at the uh, at the start of that fourth quarter. And if you're there, you can lay shepherds, and you, you're going to maintain possession of the footy when you've got, got blokes more there. Often, more often than not, three blokes are going to outnumber. Absolutely, and of
0: it course. Was, it was inspired running and, and purposeful ball movement and the pace and the pressure and the unpredictability of it all. It was just too much for the Cats. Papley, Haywood, Rowan, Florent, Ronke in his first game, Fox, these types that run and overlap and just that scattergun attitude in the forward 50. Um, I loved it. And those changes that Horse had made and identified, it really made a massive difference from last week. You know, Ronk, Ronk had seven tackles. Yeah. Unreal. First bit. game. Unreal. Seven game. tackles. Unreal.
1: It's hard. That's
0: tough. It's yeah, blood. That, that is blood. That, that is blood. Blood's footy. And it wasn't just him. Uh, Heaney, seven tackles. Kieran Jack back to his nine. absolute best with nine. George Hewitt, six. Parker, six. Uh, the evergreen Jared McVeigh around the ball. <laughs> he, he just so calm and clever. Harry Cunningham's taking his game to another level. There's just there was so much to like about that performance compared to how how up, how frustrated we were last week with, you know, we know what quality we've got throughout that 22 and to not see it at its best against Adelaide was frustrating, but it was back to its absolute best and all cogs were turning. Absolutely.
2: A hundred percent. Mills through the midfield as well. Millsy. Yep.
1: Oh, I was just waiting for someone to bring me this up.
2: It was great, wasn't it?
1: The Rolls-Royce. Yeah, he just moves so fluently. He he floats. Yeah, he does. He floats. He does. He le- Sorry, no, he doesn't float. He levitates. He uh, slows time down when he's got the football. He's got smarts. The kid has he... got serious, serious football smarts. Good and, footy head. Good and footy head. And silky skills. Really, really clean hands. Really clean use of the ball. I just cannot wait to see more and more and more and more of that.
0: Oh, yeah. And probably not a Rolls-Royce, this man, but Zach Jones, your man, Mads. Yonzi. <laughs> oh. Sensational. And it's that trademark daring dash off half back. It was absolutely critical again on the weekend. And it, we mentioned it in previous pods. He did get uh, caught for holding the ball once, but you take that That's one again. Okay. You take it yeah. because he... he you probably take every, two or three. Exactly. Absolutely.
2: every time he doesn't get caught, he sets something he up. He takes the game on. It's as simple as that. And he'll take the game on... Wh- whether you're losing by 50 points or winning by 50 points. That's mm-hmm. why he's worth his weight in absolute gold. So, yeah, of course he's going to get caught every now and again. Yep. By all means. That's and just part and parcel of uh, the player he is.
1: And we often talk about how laborious uh, our midfield is. And we don't, we've don't, we never had strong line-breaking yeah. players. Yep. And that's why I love that we've got Jonesy. I love when Gary tucks it under his Jake arm. Jake Lloyd. Jake Lloyd. Seeing a bit of Oli Florent do it, we are we're starting to become a team that takes the game on as opposed to just throw all the numbers back, be defensive, lots of numbers around the contest, stoppage, stoppage,
2: stoppage. We're starting to see a little bit of quarterback action. Yep, yep. I um I watched 360 last night. As did I, Matt. Well, they were talking about the the state of football. The state of the competition and how the the game doesn't look so good. I didn't. I don't see that with the way that we play football. Well, yeah. I think, I, think we,
1: that, I, I took that as a. I I took that as, that conversation. I don't know the one you're talking about uh, as a generalization. Yeah, uh, and I think you could you could say that, that about you quite could a argue few sides. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, sure. definitely. But not that's us. not that's not also to say that we're all of a sudden a a youthful, run and carry, dashing kind of side. We are still. Uh, a, a lockdown side, in my opinion, but, but we have
2: the potential.
1: Now, uh, moreover, we've got the options. Yeah, we yeah. can we can be run and carry if we need to be. We can have blokes like Joey Kennedy at the cold face, winning the hard ball. Luke Parker, then we can have guys like Jonesy, Rowan, Florent, Lloyd, Ronky, Ronky, <laughs> Baar. <laughs> <laughs> We can have these kinds of players now, and we could. It gives us versatility we haven't had for a long time. Yeah, and dare I say, it's you want to think about when it's hurt us most. It's probably against our uh, our. Well, don't know if I'd say good friends, but Hawthorne. That's it.
2: Yeah, yeah. We've missed it against them. That's it. Them, it that's big it. time. That's it. We try. Yeah, because they've had it. it. Just we work. haven't.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Love to see us try and employ a similar game style to the one on the weekend in a couple of weeks' time when we take on the Hawks on a Friday night at the G. Yes. Be very exciting. It's a bit of, bit of a wider ground than the, than the Geelong death. It's
1: about 11 days away, I think.
0: Yeah, it yeah, is. We've got, we've got another close. big game against North Melbourne before that one, but we, we all can't wait for the Hawthorne game. They're always big ones. They are. They are. Quite I enjoy.
2: always I cop it from the Hawthorne fans there. I, I reckon I'm extra loud against Hawthorne and obnoxious.
1: Well, Why wouldn't you be? Yeah. You could say say the exact (laughs) exact same about them. (laughs) Oh, gee whiz. They're just... They have so many more Nuffy supporters. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I'm so proud of our... Supporter base. About A, our supporter base... But the supporter base of our pod, we get such great insight in our whenever we pose a question. And I'm not just saying this for the sake of it. No, the insight on the feedback. The insight on the feedback, there are minimal nuffies. Yeah, minimal nuffies. Two words, just Daniel Kerwin. (laughs) Daniel Kerwin. DK. (sighs) We need it. We need to call in.
2: We need to to dial in. (laughs) Daniel, if you're listening, we love your work. We're not far off, Daniel.
0: Back to the game. With nobody, you would have thought that our forward half might have had it a bit tough. And there were stages throughout the game where they did look a little bit inexperienced, especially in those middle quarters. And, and the Geelong back six sort of took over a little bit of that third of the ground. But for Gary Rowan, Tom Papley, Will Hayward, Ollie Florent, Robbie Fox and Benny Ronki to just form a, a successful forward six on the day... Having not had a previous experience playing together before, and just completely take control of that forward third in the last quarter was just awesome to watch. Enormous. You want a sign of
1: the cohesion? Papley to Hayward to Florent. Yep. Yep. Goal. Yep. Yep. From the boundary, Hayward probably could have had a look, made the right call. It Hamble, was a great uh, kick I too. Little, was little, it little round the corner number and Ollie, uh Oli. Took the grab
0: and, and the 50 all the way to the goal line. Yep. And they've just got all the things that you like in a young player. They've got the grit and then that pace, and they know how to pressure and lay tackles, created opportunities, and converted when they got the opportunities. We probably we weren't expecting going into the game that you get nine of our 12 goals from Haywood, Florent, Fox, and Ronkey.
2: Well, I mean, if it wasn't going to be them, we weren't going to kick any goals. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> so, absolutely. Absolutely. No, it was, it was well, a, then,
1: then you start relying on the mids. To push up the ground mm.
2: and and kind of effectively flood the forward line, yeah, which again isn't ideal on that ground as well. Nah, so uh, it was a uh, is you know it was a tough it was a tough situation, and it was as much a game for those um, smaller blokes in the forward line to step up as anyone else, because you know that's an opportunity where it's on you. We're not going to kick a winning score unless you, yep, you know, all chip in with one or two, and they 100%. did.
1: Absolutely. Mads, when did you start to feel a little bit nervous about Geelong in the second quarter?
2: <sighs> I felt a little bit nervous the whole time. I, I knew yeah. they were gonna come. I knew they were gonna come. Well it's good. Cool. it's
1: it's, the it's it's as horse well
2: says. I think it? when I think we fell asleep and we let Menengola kick one. Kick yes. a quick quick one. And then I was just sort of like, Oh, that's momentum-wise, going to swing a little bit.
0: Well, yeah, we let a couple of cheap ones go. There were a few long balls into deep 50 where we probably could have belted over the back, and there was one that Sink has missed, only just got a fingernail Mm. on it, and Harry Marsh wasn't in the right spot as the sweeper to cover it. That one went through for a goal. There were a couple of times we didn't block the space in front of Hawkins, and he got out on the lead in front of Grundy. Um, But overall, I thought to limit their scoring power throughout those middle quarters pretty good, they could have easily Blown that out to 45 the points. The back
2: six were under siege. They were. They were, were. under siege. So to, to limit that to what they did is a testament to them as well. Could have
0: blown out to 40, 50 points very easily to restrict that and then give ourselves a chance. And the last was pretty good. Benny, what,
2: what did you, when did you sort of start to go, oh, this might not be going our way? Yeah.
0: The, the little,
1: there were, it's exactly as Tommy said. When they just got a couple of cheap yeah. ones and then. In between that, we had some missed opportunities, and you just
2: went glaring opportunities. Yeah,
1: yeah, you just went. Oh, I've got a really bad feeling about this because the more that the longer that that went on, the more that they felt the dominance.
2: They you could tell their tails were up. Furthermore, it's not. It was never going to be a high scoring game. Correct. And when you you know go through three quarters of footy kicking five goals, can be very hard hard to to kick
1: anymore. Well, it could be hard to kick another five. Yeah, exactly. To get on top. Exactly. And let me tell you, though, like I said, it was when I just watched Benny Ronke, the first gamer, go and put one in the chest of uh, Zach Toohey. Huge. I just went, hang on,
0: bit of sting here. A little bit of sting. Tommy? Yeah, we we'll, we'll touched on Benny Ronke a bit, but for, he epitomised the game, really. If you if were to pick a player from the game to go, that's the way the Swans played, it was Benny Ronke. He just whacked in, he set up, he was involved in all the build up play, was regularly involved in uh, things going forward, laid, laid plenty of tackles, uh, kicked two goals that you probably don't expect from the first gamer, uh, one, a really important one to put us in front late yeah. in the last quarter. Uh, yeah, you just couldn't have asked anything more from Benny Romkey. He would still Special. be
2: on cloud nine. So he should be. So bloody should be. Give him a bigger match bonus, seriously. <laughs> well, I mean, that $1,500 fine would be a bit of a hit for him. I hope they are. Pass- I hope a couple of the senior players get involved there. <laughs> pass the hat around a little bit. Maybe maybe just uh, shoot All on. right, boys, at training this week, we're going to be passing around <laughs> the collection plate. Maybe Buddy could just pass him a bank check of some oh. sort and organize that because there's a uh, bit of
1: assistance in the old Bondi billionaire Benny <laughs> Ronkey comes knocking
0: maybe we should get a crowd fund going on the True Bloods yeah. Just oh, pay is fine I'd do it Seriously, Uh, I'd I'd help him out. He did have a chat to the Swans media team immediately after the win in the rooms down at GMHBA Stadium. Let's have a listen to what Benny had to say.
2: Yeah, obviously we came out in the first quarter and did exactly what we wanted to
0: do. Forced the scrap and just played that Swans brand of footy. We did um, go away from it a little bit in the second quarter, which was a bit disappointing. But yeah, we regrouped at half-time and came out, went back to that high-intensity, high-pressure aggression style of footy um, that the Swans
1: brand of footy is. And um, we knew that if we went back to that, as we did, we could uh, well and truly
0: get it done, and that's what happened. Benny Ronke there for Swans TV, immediately after the match, and yeah, he, he said pretty much everything we've been saying here. The, the boys just... Just sounds like he fits in, doesn't he? he? Yeah, he does. He's a he's a blood, he's a true blood off game one. First ball of the day, he's hit it for four, and uh, can't wait to see him... Uh, make a couple of centuries for us. I'm with you, Tommy. I'm with you. I was
2: interested to see how think... far that cricket analogy was. Going go. <laughs> as as was I. Was, that,
1: I just tried to move on. I was like, I'm not going to put him through this any further. <laughs> I've got to wrap this up. <laughs> um, no, no, no. I was really excited uh, with by by his performance. But honestly, is like you say, as far as the first game goes, you know, you cannot ask much more than that. And to be honest, you talk about. Uh how he looks as though he's just he's a part of the a part of the family, effectively. And it just comes back to uh that culture the bloods. Yeah, that's, that's what it's, what all, it's about. all
2: about. There was no nerves there seemingly. Not which, which is just If they were if they were, he was they were sent straight through well. Zach
1: to his chest <laughs> at three quarter time. Which uh which built us into uh the last quarter. Jeez, this is gonna be a fun topic.
0: Oh. All right, Tommy, come on, give us a swing. Yeah, well it, it was just special, the whole thing. I mean, being down there at the ground, as I was saying off the top of the program, was probably a little bit of a dire feel about it uh, going to that going to that uh, final turn. But as soon as Robbie Fox flew, the Flying Fox, as Eddie called it, and, and took that mark, put through the goal, got something going, we started feeling a little bit of, yes, yes, this is what, we, this is what it's all about. And then Jonesy ran through. We missed one, and then Tui kicked out from fullback. Kieran, Jack, and George Hewitt just crashed in and set up a loose ball for Jonesy to run onto. When he put through that goal on the run from 45, that's when the Geelong crowd yeah. fell silent. They were they hated it. They didn't like it, and we were going absolutely burko there. And we were in a big pack of Geelong fans, and they they didn't really rate how loud we were getting, but we were cheering the boys on as hard as we could. And then it just continued to roll on and. All started from off the top of the program. We spoke about the dominance of the partnership, the colossal partnership of JPK and Big Chief, um, and and those guys led the way from
2: the middle. Well, Tommy, um, I think one of my favourite parts was Dwayne Russell said, we need a driver. They need a driver, and that is exactly what JPK was, wasn't he? Oh, 100%. He just... 10 out of 10. Leadership. It was leadership personified, just actions.
1: Well, look, the bloke's got big shoulders, so it shouldn't be any surprise when he says, righto, boys, hop on. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to win this thing. We're going to run this one all the way home. He was absolutely
2: phenomenal yeah. and yep. beyond reproach. He, he, Beyond reproach. There was one point where he shrugged four tackles in a row. Is that, that's unheard He's an animal. of. Special.
0: He's, an animal. He's a beast. Dustin Martin was sitting there pulling his rude haircut off. <laughs> Isaac Keeney had a press conference in Bondi the this morning. Actually, no, it was at the uh, SCG this morning, and he um, touched on the great man JPK and the efforts of sinkers in the ruck. Let's have a listen to that now.
1: He, um, I mean, quality quality players respond, and he's definitely a quality player as he's shown over his. I'm not sure how many years he's played, but. Um, He's just such a consistent player and he was always going to respond and respond in the way that um, ultimately got us the win and um, drove us, other fellas, um, to help him
3: along the way, which is, yeah, really important. And they had Danger and Selwood, Duncan, Kelly, some quality players in there, so... Um, it's an even bigger effort for not just him, but Cal Sinclair was brilliant in the last quarter. Yourself, there's a lot of confidence to take from that taking on that midfield.
1: Definitely, I think, and you can't even look from the just just from the midfield. You look at our defenders, you look at our forwards. Um, everyone on the day played their role, and I think it's it's not doing anything special. Um, it's it's getting out there and playing your role, and um, having those leaders like Joey and um, I think Parksy and, and obviously Cal Sinclair as well uh, really perform, which drives the rest of us. And then it's just layer after layer. and um, it's a
0: great feeling. Isaac Kenny there touching on a couple of the superstars from Saturday, and that probably leads us into our votes and uh, a couple of the, the best players that we saw on the weekend in the magnificent come-from-behind win against Geelong. And for our one vote, who have we got, boys? Jackie Lloyd. Two first names. There he is again. Here he is
1: again. He's 29 disposals. And six hundred and eighty-eight meters gained. That's the big one. That's huge. Huge. Finds himself. That in... would almost be. That would almost be AFL leading for the round. I reckon. And most of it, he's got his the ball tucked under his arm. He just puts himself in the right spots, doesn't he? No, he does. He, runs he, As we were saying, he runs the other way. Yeah. He backs, backs the team to get it done, and then he's got the space to to make things happen.
0: And it's a slightly different role to a lot of other players in our setup. We sort of give him the license to move out into open space and just get yeah, yourself yeah. into the right spots so his ball use can be damaging. Absolutely. And when he's not doing that, he's the quarterback.
2: Yeah. 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 Sometimes comes he is. Hamble,
1: Hamble comes out he'll be either, and he, he'll be he and makes centre. Yeah.
0: He is in those dangerous spots mm-hmm. as well on the last line of defense and he he works his way through those situations pretty perfectly.
1: Yep. There's He's a lot of our a, back sixes. Yep.
2: A really, really smart footy brain. Often plays the yep. goalkeeper. Yep. Goal side. And then once he gets it from there, whether it goes through for a behind or whether he takes a mark, it's all way. He can just go.
1: So another vote for two Thirsty. Jake Lloyd, shaky
2: boy. Uh, Mads, who who got the two votes? Oh, somebody who is ever reliable, Tommy. Um and you, you did mention Hawkins did get on top of him a little bit through uh well, We just
0: didn't we didn't protect the space yeah, in front of Hawkins leads a little didn't. bit and sort of uh, Did did he, did this man no favors.
2: Exactly right.
0: No. Did him favors? no favors.
2: Um but the ever reliable Reg Grundy. Clunk Red Grugled Grundy, 12 marks and nine of them intercepts. That's what you want. That's got to be career. That's got to be career. twelve marks. He's not not known for taking an intercept mark. Clunk is he? goes Grundy. Yeah. Rancy, eat your heart out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did well. He did very well. Three votes, Tommy.
0: Three votes is a man who's featuring pretty regularly in the votes. Uh, this, this man, we just heard from him in his uh, press conference at the SCG this morning. Isaac Heaney, 21 disposals, 12 of which were contested, 7 tackles, 8 clearances, 21 pressure acts. That's probably the big one.
1: Absolutely berserk.
0: I'll never get tired of
1: hearing his name on the commentary. Never get tired of it. He it all. It, it just... It it makes you feel so calm. I
2: feel yeah. I was about to say I feel comfortable. There's so when much he's got confidence. The ball. Yeah. So
1: much confidence in his ability. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Brownlow watch still at eighty one dollars for any punters that want to get on board. There, gamble responsibly.
2: Number four. Number four. Over to you, Tommy. Come on, your man. Bring it home.
0: I'm pretty stiff to not get the five this week, I would have thought. Callum Sinclair, the big chief, playing the best game of his career he's ever had in the ruck. Just a powerful presence out there and just smashed Stanley in that last quarter. Just showed him who was boss in that last quarter and uh, taking marks all around the ground. Um, His tap work was magnificent, working in tandem with JPK, who we might see feature in just a moment. and Just confronting for an opposition ruckman he is he's he's a beast of a man these days probably in the past some may have accused him of being a little bit gangly but he's certainly not that anymore he's a big physical ripped
2: powerful presence and tommy you mentioned before the marks he was taking there were at least four contested grabs in critical moments yeah, in that fourth quarter that's the thing because Massive. I mean, at the end of the day we we got ahead in the final quarter but there were a couple of times that Geelong pressed and, and kicked it into their forward line. There was sinkers just clunking them in packs. Yeah. It was great to he's, see. He's having Ruckman's,
1: Ruckman can be much maligned for their skill set. They're just out there because they're tall and they tap it to the good player, to your better midfielders. Yeah. But he's got a... As you've always said, Tom, he's got a great footy brain and he's got a real, really, really good set of
0: hands. And... And what I really love from him this year, we've touched on it a couple of times, but he just plays with so much heart, and we we needed it so yep. much. With Tippett yep. retiring, Naismith out for the year with a knee, and now both Franklin and Towers unavailable. Yesterday, just Reed. doing it solo, No, Reed, another one. Yeah. And he just stepped up big time when we really needed him the most. He, he was the man has on he, the weekend. Has he
2: put on, uh, just to me, looking at him, you mentioned it before, he's not... You know, it was often seen as gangly before. Has he put on a lot of muscle? I reckon he's a he's lot bigger. He's bloody massive. Yeah, yeah, he's massive now. Looks
1: like bloody Brad Pitt in Fire Club. Yeah. <laughs> True. True, he does. Or Ben Cousins on his return. He was massive.
0: He's huge. He's massive, sinkers. Massive. Uh, JP Kennedy had a couple of words about sinkers to the boys on the Sunday footy show. Let's have a listen to that. Yeah, he just keeps building every week. And, uh, you know, that last quarter, I think he, he he rucked right through the whole last quarter and took a couple of big crucial marks, um, which really steadied the ship and, and and also won a lot of critical taps too. So, um, as I said, he keeps getting better at each week and hopefully we can continue to, to build on that as a team. Josh Kennedy talking about Big Chief, big Callum Sinclair, and his magnificent performance in the ruck, and that leads us into the five votes, and I reckon it might be the man that we just heard from.
2: Speaking of the captain. Absolutely. Skipper. He's back. Back to his best. Joey. Joey
0: Kennedy. Five of the big ones.
2: Yes,
1: we like that. Six clearances. Huge. In that last quarter. Huge. Massive. Boys, hop on. I'm dragging us all to victory here. Honestly, he was absolutely phenomenal and was everywhere. Like you said, couldn't be tackled. Uh, Chief was putting it down his throat so much it was as though he was choking on it, and uh, he was just everything everything that we needed.
0: There was times everything that we needed. There was times where Duncan and Selwood and Dangerfield tried to get it off him. They just gave it everything they could to try and strip him of the ball, and he was just like, "No, yeah. no,
2: get out of my way." Yeah, he lowered. You're inferior. Yeah, he lowered Dangerfield's colours. Yep. big time. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Big time. Absolutely.
0: He didn't seem too happy on uh, on game day on the Sunday danger, sitting there uh, alongside the Next Luke to Parks. Park, yeah. Next to Parks. He wasn't all that happy after he just uh, had a number done on him by JPK. But that is the, uh, the votes for the weekend. So one for Lloyd, two for Grundy, three for Haney, four for Sinclair and five for Kennedy, which leads us into the leaderboard, which reads... Isaac Heaney running away to a seven-vote lead with 22 votes. Buddy Franklin, who's... can take a wake-off, Ames. He, he can take can a, take probably a couple. off Ideally,
2: wouldn't like him, to, but he can.
0: <laughs> he can probably take a couple off. He, he's a long way in front in this competition, especially with no Franklin for the next little bit anyway. Uh, Lukey Parker in third place with 10 votes. Uh, Sinclair and Kennedy. Kennedy's rocketed up to equal fourth with sinkers with nine votes. rampy McVeigh, Lloyd-Jones, Grundy Mills, Florent, Hayward and Smith. Uh, Tailing those boys. Uh, Tailing those boys. There's some good names in there, some capable names, Ben. And just wanted to touch on uh, a couple of blokes who are probably a little bit stiff to miss. Jonesy didn't get a vote. Kieran didn't get a vote. Maka didn't get a vote. Ronkey didn't get a vote. Hayward kick three, didn't get a vote. Rampy was amazing, didn't get a vote. Parker, Mills, Florent, Hewitt, Papley, Cunningham, all arguably could have been a chance for a vote, couldn't get it. Just a phenomenal performance from yeah, the boys. Good team you've effort. Just,
1: yeah, you've just reeled off mo- oh, most, of guys, most of the guys most of the guys that played on, on the day. And well, that that you good look at it, that's why you win, because as a
0: team, they all stood yeah. up. They all stood up. Bravo, boys. <laughs> Great stuff. <laughs> Love that from the Swannies. And with that, we might just go to our first break here tonight on
2: True Bloods.
1: You're listening to True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney
2: Swans fan podcast.
0: Welcome back to True Bloods. Hey, Flannins. Yes, mate. Yes,
2: Matt. Guess who's nominated the Bloods as their preferred club? Don't tell me. Oh, you're kidding. Don't. Tell me. Who, who is it, fresh, fresh off the press. Correct. Best newsbreaker in the business right here. Who do you think it is, Flatters? Well, could it be one Nick Blakey? It is bloody oh, Nick Blakey. Oh, Flaky Blakey. Love him. <laughs> Another
0: another another Nick Blakey interruption, as it were, last week. But we don't mind those. We don't mind them at all. We don't mind those. We not one bit. Any time we got Nick Blakey news, just jump right in there and let me know. I'm That's all, all about obvious
1: Nick. obvious decision though. That's like, huge. you're obviously going to go to Sydney yeah. before you go to the Lions, <laughs> yeah,
0: or North, <laughs> or North. <laughs> so <laughs> and look, his dad's his dad's, dad's already
2: garbage. there. His dad's his dad's
0: here. Yeah, hang around hang around with your old man. Why why would you go anywhere He'd else? he would be
2: at the club every day,
0: surely. Oh in the uh, in the academy, so I'm sure he's floating around yeah. left, right and centre, buzzing around Nick Blakey with all the other youngsters that we've got coming through the mighty Sydney Swans QBE Academy. Huge. Uh, in the second segment, as we always like to do, we get into a little bit of social interaction and our greatest swan of the past 25 years competition last week. It was another
2: thrashing bloody white. We had white 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 another white. thrashing bloodbath, but you know what, we saw it coming. Yeah, it was yeah. as we... Uh, Swoss was lamb to the slaughter. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry,
0: sorry, slaughter Sacrificial. Sorry, Squatter. Sorry, mate. Um, 98 games, 57 goals. 1999, Skilton medalist. 1999, All Australian. Wayne Schwoss was defeated by the great man Tony Lockett. 98 games, 462 goals. Three time All Australian for the Bloods. 95, 96, and 98. 1995, Skilton medalist. Two time Coleman medalist for the Bloods. Four time overall. Uh 98 Full forward in the Swans team of the century and legend status in the Australian Football oh, Hall of what Fame. A Sydney resume. Swans Cocking Coach. And yes, still still with the Bloods, which we we'll love to see. Still
1: with the Bloods on your plugger. Legendary
0: now. Tony Lockett through to the second round, through to the quarter final. And our next battle in our greatest one of the past twenty five oh, years God. competition.
2: Tommy, 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 Tommy. Who is it? Who are you? Who are you sending to the slaughter this time? Wait, uh, well, It's a Premiership coach that I'm, <laughs> I'm sending to the slaughter. Good lord, you're sending Rosie to the slaughter. Rosie
0: aren't you? is going to the slaughter, unfortunately. Unless, unless we've got a massive groundswell of. Uh, Rosie and his playing days fans uh on the True Bloods Facebook page. He's coming up against... Sorry, but you're still piping mad if you pick yeah. Rosie over Goodsey. Goodsy yeah. is the opponent that he
1: has you're to come up against. You're piping mad. Let's, uh,
2: Adam Goods. Yeah. you, you, you Can't vote against Goodsy. I love Rosie. I love Rosie. And we all do. I don't <laughs> reckon there's a single bad word that could
1: be
0: said about Rosie in this room.
1: Yeah. But-, but there's
0: not many greater than Adam Goods yep. on the field.
1: He's a favorite. He is currently a favorite to take out
2: the greatest one of the past twenty five. I'd say yep. he absolutely will.
0: There's, there's a couple up there for favoritism, but gee, Goodsy, it's hard to go past him. Yes. So that is that is the battle for this week: Goodsy versus Roosie. And you can vote on the True Bloods Facebook page as always. Uh, also, with our social interaction segment, we like to get a little bit of your responses from the uh, from. All of the things that we've been putting up on the True Bloods Facebook page this week, and and the match reaction that we had from the Geelong game, There's a, a couple of things that Tommy. Were...
2: I reckon this is my favourite segment, to be honest. Love getting yeah, into this a... is like my favourite part. Yeah,
0: <laughs> getting into a bit of the match reaction from the the True Bloods
2: faithful, big fans of uh, getting that going. That's what what I do at night before I go to bed is I literally read through these comments, and I I just I love it. I absolutely love it. And we had Damien... smart supporters.
0: Damien Arnold is one of those, and he said, what a win. Sinclair and Kennedy were huge. Biggest moment was the decision to not let Geelong have an extra man in defence, combined with
2: much better delivery out of the midfield. Huge. Agree with that, Damien? I have a good one. And we chastised him, uh, I think, a week or two ago. Luke Whippy. Luke Whippy? Well, he's not having to go at the Chief again, is he? Wow. Well, my apologies to Callum for telling him oh, to hey, have Luke. a go or piss off last week. Best game he's had in a season. I just hope he can be consistent. Lukey, stop knocking him, mate. Just get no. on board. Uh, on the chief train, we're on the look, chief train. He's he's on his way to being on board. And look, he's identified that he's made a minor error in judgment, and that's what we we're all about being accountable and taking responsibility here at True Blood. So, well done, Luke Whippy. We'll uh,
0: Paul Fiumed, one of the
2: gutsiest wins I've ever seen and can't disagree
0: with that
1: no absolutely not uh one of my personal favorites was uh was Matt John Collins brown loader florent and Rowan get on board <laughs> with that one boys
2: <laughs> Hoo-roo.
0: and we had the uh the D- Dubai Sydney Swan supporters club chime in with awesome win what a final quarter led by the skipper great effort by the boys
2: <laughs> good Lord the Dubai Sydney Swan supporters club yeah they've uh, avid followers of the True Blood's Facebook page. If you're which ever fantastic. in town, jeez, hit them up. We had uh, we had
1: a consistent contributor, Dave Baxter, who we're hoping to potentially get some airtime with also. As soon as we went one on one first and fourth quarters, we won the contests. Up the boys. Great
0: win.
2: Hashtag Plan B. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it, yeah. Deeble. Well, I love it. We're gonna get that trending. Yep. And your
0: it's... man D. Kerwin was was up and about as well, mate. Oh yes, he
2: was. Uh, the chief was fantastic today, making first ruck his own and then finishing the sentence as Daniel does with his trademark comma. Um, congrats to Horse. You made the change. Well coached. Could not have said it better myself. It's it's true. It's true. <laughs> And Daniel was critical of horse as well. So it's good to give credit where credit's due, Tommy. Indeed.
0: And I, I, I'll give my kudos as well. I probably haven't formally apologised for <laughs> my, my tone last week. I, I'm happy with a couple of the things I said. But I'll probably one that I have to apologise for is um, saying Buddy should have been moved in the midfield. I was unaware at that point that Buddy had a... Serious niggle. He was hampered and wasn't able to go a into the midfield. Niggle. Mm. A niggle, a <laughs> niggle. So, um, yeah, that's that's the uh, that's probably the main one that I probably should uh, say my apologies about. But yeah, we we all uh, we're all wrong sometimes, I guess. Um,
1: yeah. Nothing to apologise for, Tommy. Honestly, your your spray was not misguided, and there was no way you could have known that. Uh, put it to the fans, Benny Brown. Where to? Yep, who goes to him? Who goes how, to Big Ben how Brown? How do we go about the Coleman leading forward in
2: what has been Sky, oh, the garbage oh, club? I like Lee, uh, Lee Davies' uh, endeavour here. Ben Ronk. Benny Ronk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, Benny
0: Ronk, he can do everything oh, at good the moment. Lord. Yeah, no, we we love Benny Ronk. People but... are
2: getting around it, though.
0: Uh, why so wouldn't you? Ste- oh, why Stephen Trelaw said, Ramps and Grundy on Wade and Brown. Don't think they have a third tour to really worry about, so isn't 100% necessary that Melican returns? Well, Melican won't be returning anyway. No, he won't. He's
2: got two more weeks. Uh, Atticus Saunders, Reg, the Intercept King. in King. Clunk. And Ramps covering when he has a breather. Brown is great overhead, but has the turning circle of a garbage truck. <laughs> so Reg will <laughs> slot in and swallow the... A shinburner long bomb all night that's a that's a very funny comment <laughs> garbage truck well done simple. Atticus he's <laughs> <laughs> winning the comment <laughs> love it love it so good Benny you
1: got a- one Lear, Lear, if picked mobile agile and Ooh. can keep pace Cheer cheer the red and the white and you know what I'm not opposed to that it's not no. the worst suggestion no. because you know what if Aaliyah takes an intercept mark we all know he likes to play on Yeah. Benny Brown's not going to keep up with him.
2: This is true. This is absolutely true. So, I bet. Do you, do you think he'll get picked?
1: I don't. Neither do I. I don't, and I kind of hope that he isn't. I really don't want to see him back for at least another round or two. Yeah. Until he starts really putting up numbers.
2: When I heard that he'd only had 60 minutes in the NAFEL before that. Very, ne- very nervous. I just sort of, keep, oh, what were you thinking? But you know what?
1: I'm not against bringing him back underdone as such. Yeah, yeah. Because he's a player like Melican, as we discussed at the start of the year. You want him in there getting game time. And so yeah. that was kind of why a couple of weeks back I said, well, you know, he's in. Don't mind uh, do you Leave do you just, yeah. Do you just run with it? I don't need him to be in the best form of his life for him to come back into the side. No. He doesn't need to be getting 64 touches and... Four goals. I just want him to like be one. in reasonably good touch, yeah, though. Yeah, exactly. 100%. He yeah. just needs to be thereabouts, get him in, get him running, let him find his form from there. Yeah. Uh, so for mine, I don't want to see him back just yet. I want to hear that he's, you know, making a few waves yeah. and then bring him back from there.
0: D Kerman with an interesting idea here. He said, Rampy will probably go to wait. And he said, but I think when Brown goes back to the goal square, Reg will take him. But... As he goes up the ground, if Mellican doesn't play, then it might be Harry Marsh that goes with him. Marshy, the marshmallow, undersized, but he could can go. I'm not.
1: I'm not going to write off for Harry Marsh at the moment. Yeah, no, I, I really like Harry Marsh. He's really going. He's yeah.
0: doing things for me up yeah. the ground. That's probably not not a bad matchup. Yep, agreed.
2: Daniel, Daniel how yeah, good Daniel?
0: Insight. D. Kerwin with the insight. Mm. Loving that.
2: Um. Now, it's enough. Uh, enough social. Social interaction. There's uh, another segment, my brainchild. Just oh, here we go. A bit of obscurity child. about to happen. A bit of obscurity. I'm a bit of a, an obscure person. Tommy. Ambiguous. Mm. <laughs> now. Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody oath. So, I've got my obscure swan. Considering it can't be Luke Vogels, I thought, who else are we going to do? I'll read it out. Born 15th of January, 1982 in Perth, Western Australia. I mean, Tommy's already got it. 82, 82, 82, 82. Who was born in 82? He, uh, he attended Wesley College in Perth Oh, and played in the West Australian Football League, which is commonly known as the Waffle Benny with Perth before being recruited to, surprise, surprise, the Sydney Swans. He failed to play a match in his first two seasons with Sydney and finally made his AFL debut in 2002. 02, from
0: Mm.
1: Perth. Yeah, I'm I'm nowhere at the moment. I need this to be narrowed down. Well, it's
2: going to be narrowed down pretty easily, to be honest. Um, his position was utility. <laughs> no, <laughs> That's it's listed here. This is very obscure. <laughs> he played from 2000 to 2003, playing 25 games with the Mighty Bloods and kicking 17 goals. He was traded to a different club after 2003 where he actually made... Quite a nice little career for himself, playing 119 games and kicking 71 goals. So spending a lot of time up forward. That team. Do, do you have any idea yet?
0: Hey, you might, you might have me here. I'm, I'm trying to think who it is. But he went Good on, and went on and had a flourishing career at another Well, no, no it forward. wasn't. I
2: wouldn't say flourishing. But kicked a few though. 119 games. He kicked is pretty solid. Yeah. What if I was to tell you that the club was Adelaide?
0: Yeah, my, yeah my, I my, reckon, Tommy's got maybe, it. Maybe, maybe got it.
1: Yeah, I reckon. I, I reckon I've got it too. All
2: right. Well, let's give uh, Tommy. What do you reckon? We give Benny a go first. Yeah, go for it, Benny. Fifty. Close. Oh, close. I, I knew. I knew that that would perhaps throw you off. You know. You know. Scotty Stevens? Correct. Scotty, oh! yes! Golden boots. Scotty six-point Stevens.
1: Six-point Stevens.
2: I, fun, funny story, I, when I was playing, I played for Hampton Rovers in the under-11s, we well, used to belt the hand right? Then I made a quick move. <laughs> you used to belt them. Hey, made, don't you bloody laugh, mate. We belted the almond yeah, blues. Yeah, we as belted well. the we belted the Almond Blues as well. I want a flag though for them. It's good. Then I made a quick move to South Melbourne where I wore the number sixteen, which was Scotty Stevens. Scotty the Scotty Stevens. Stevens. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So there you or, go. The, or the Ryan O'Connor, depending on which era. Yes, but it was Scotty Stevens
1: Scotty. at that point. I
2: just saw red over
1: Fitzy. I was like, well, Sydney, went to Adelaide, must be Fitzy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Completely ruled out yeah. everything about coming from WA. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Didn't have much of an impact, <laughs> yeah. you know. You
2: had your uh, Fitzy blinders on. Well, I, literally, I had my Fitzy blinders <laughs> on, for sure. Absolutely. Well, there you go.
0: Obscure Swan. Very nice, Mads. another episode of the... Uh, Skewer Swan, done and dusted, and Scotty Stevens. you beauty, Funners. He's
2: got, yeah, yeah, got Very hard to beat, Funners. Very Mate, hard hard beat. Funners is not going to miss one yeah, of the season. I know, it's, it's cool.
0: All right, <laughs> oh, let's go to another break. And after this, we'll get the preview going of the big clash this Saturday night against North Melbourne at the SCG and all the other matches going on in round seven. This is True Bloods.
1: You're listening to True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast.
0: Welcome back to True Bloods. Now, we've got a big match coming up again this weekend. They're all big matches in the AFL at the moment. And uh, we head into round six against North Melbourne with... uh, Well, again, plenty to prove. You've still got to keep what we did on last weekend going. Uh, It was a great performance against Geelong, but if we drop our heads and and, uh, drop this one to North Melbourne, haven't had a great record at the SCG so far this year, so it's important that we... Go and win, win a home game. It's Bloody important go. that we come
1: out and we belt this yeah. garbage football club by fifteen goals. And if we lose, if we win by anything less than ten, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be furious. Yeah. Once I get in here on Tuesday night, I'm gonna be ropeable. Yeah, that, yeah. Thump them. Um, honestly, that is. I'm not trying to discredit that they have obviously Goldie and they've He's turning back the clock. He is. is He's turning back the clock. And you know but you know what in this in this buddy, in this vein of form that Cal is in (laughs) mate put him up against Nick Nat put him up against Goldie gone
0: I don't I don't give a shit Goldie won't be able to go with sinkers. Well, well, it's a huge test for sinkers over the next couple of weeks. He's got Goldie this week, and then he's got McAvoy, big boy McAvoy the week after. So a couple of really big weeks here for yep. Cal. Um, and as, as you said, Benny, I think he's more than up to it, and he'll, he'll put himself up really well. well.
1: Ben Brown, Jared White, uh, Waite. Uh, ben Brown. Phenomenal player.
0: Yeah, great player.
1: But I am just going to back in Kennedy and Parks and Heaney and again more of that flowing sort of running football that we've been playing. And I'm just gonna back us in here by, as I said, fifteen goals. I want them to really <laughs> make a statement here. Honestly, I Agreed. want I want a statement win.
2: Agreed. I want Rampy on weight. Rampy will towel weight up. Yeah. Give him a bath. Yes. Bubbles and all. Absolute oil. bath.
0: The one we probably need to put a little bit of thought into is Zeeble has been quite dangerous in the forward half. Hewitt. North. He, Hewitt goes maybe a little bit undersized if Zeeble's playing deep forward. No, I don't mind it. Because he does like to do the, the lead-up lead target. I don't mind we've there, just, Jack. We've just spoken about
1: how how much rotation we can get yeah. through, our, through our defense. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't see that being yeah.
2: a winning play for them, no. yeah. personally. Not at all. Against, know, against weaker you at, sides, against your sort of Absolutely.
1: Um, and you look at what Dangerfield did in that bloody semifinal to us, yeah. Zebel is not like Dangerfield. Yeah. yeah. He's a great player, don't get me wrong. And he certainly poses a threat when he goes forwards, but it's a threat that will just be managed. Because realistically, when he goes forward, he's not some explosive He's not, a freak. He's yeah. not this explosive explosive yeah. goal kicking mid. Yeah. He just goes forward and you're like, Oh, you're a mid sized Forward. Yeah. yeah. That, that's yeah. tough. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Which realistically can be managed by mm, realistically anyone. Team defense. Yeah. Team defense. 100%. Yeah. It won't be, that,
2: he's not our problem. I 15 think. goals. bads. Tommy. Uh, uh, eight goals. Eight goal win. Eight goal win. Look, they're up and about. They are we, are are, we they forgetting are up and this about. a little bit? Maybe. They're up and about. I hate them. I hate them. Mate. I, hate I can't them. stand. I don't I hate them. them too. They have no culture whatsoever and they've six supporters. I hate them. But they're all they're playing all right footy. For my well
0: last week against Port Adelaide they were really disappointing. Had an opportunity yeah. to cement their spot in the top 4 yep, and they yeah. just coughed it up.
2: That's why I'm confident that we will belt them as well.
0: It's a soft underbelly. You look at um some of these names relative uh no names if I mean, we are all playing AFL footy, but yeah, look at uh, the Zerhars and the Davies Uniakis. Or oh, the And, UDL. The, and the, <laughs> you know, I mean, UDL. Jesus Jesus he's, a, he's just a kid, just a first year player. His nickname's but, an Alco-Pop. Yeah, <laughs> your Kane Turner. Jesus. And your Atleys and DeMonts and Vickers Willis and Marley Williams. These these sort of types. They're not world beaters. You know, they're handy, handy types. Robbie Tarrant's all right. Robbie Tarrant's a great player. Lo- love the way he goes. I about. love the world and the
1: VFL. I <laughs> <laughs> no, light up the world in the VFL.
0: Big Mad Jack are we going to have any issues with him?
1: No, he's a spud. Yep. Oh, no. he unfought yeah. yeah, that's a clip. <laughs> and for I, for one, I'm not, I'm not clipping Magic. Though. No, I'm clipping. I don't want to run into that guy on the stretch <laughs> <laughs> He's huge. No, he's a spud. He, he is the most ripped bloke in the he AFL. Is. He's a, He's the biggest unit going. Categorically, well, I don't sense. think anyone gets close. And Sinkers is in very good shape but Mad Jack is just on another level. Um, but unfortunately, yeah, I, I don't back him to not get much the of, job not done. Much, not
0: your, he's an athlete, but he's not much of a footballer. No. Sadly. Um, yeah, so I'm going to say eight goals. Seven yep. or eight. Seven or eight. What, do you, what do you recommend? Five. Five? Five,
1: five goals. A bit conservative there. Yep. Five goals. I'm going to give you a moment just to revise that, Five Mads. goals. <laughs> we'll come back. I'm going for 15 goals. Tommy, Mads? 15 goals.
2: 15 goals. Big You're really going to go for five goals? Five goals. Your lack of faith is disturbing. Uh, I've got faith. I'm also realistic.
0: <laughs>
1: she was half furious about that. Can we move on to the next game, please? Yeah, Tommy. Other,
0: other tips going around the ground. So we've got Geelong <laughs> versus the GWS Giants Friday night, 7.50pm at the GMHBA. Friday. I'm not
1: going to let this go, Mads. I Friday. hope you made it. <laughs> Whoa. Geelong, GWS, should Tommy.
2: Have, should we have a bet or something?
1: Always gamble responsibly, yeah. <laughs> Mads. And I would advise you that backing Sydney by five goals against North Melbourne is irresponsible betting. <laughs> irresponsible gambling.
0: Uh, so, 39.5 30, plus, we're saying, on the market. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where
2: we? Oh,
0: mate.
1: I'll double it. I'll double it. So, 78.5 plus.
2: <laughs> Geelong will bounce back against GWS. You reckon? reckon? Yeah, yep
0: Oh, yeah. They will be angry. They'll yep. be stinging about that. They were. Those the fans were certainly stinging. Uh, they gave. Me, <laughs> uh,
2: what uh, sort of stuff did you cop? Give us a few stories.
0: All right. So I was up the back of. I can't remember what stand it was called, but up the back of the stand, there's a there's a wire fence uh, that backs on. Through the wire fence, you can see the exit tunnel where all the uh, Geelong cat supporters are filing out of the ground at the end, and the swan songs blaring, and I'm fist pumping and singing at the top of my voice, absolutely loving it. Um, and they see me ecstatic through this wire fence and just poke their head through it and start going at me going oh mate you're rubbish in finals you will see in September like, oh, alright mate have a good one how'd you go today how'd that Spud Hawkins go for you tell your story walking pal <laughs> and uh, it, so normally you don't get opposition supporters Grand engaging it sounds like yeah. Grand Street it's bit, <laughs> well it's a bit that way it's a massive footy town and I think uh, yeah. a lot, of, a oh, lot they, of they take it they take a lot of pride in their
1: football well, that,
2: That's that literally ruined their weekend they like, hate it that's their weekend done absolutely hated which it which
1: we can all relate yeah. to we yeah. can all relate to yeah. I had, I had uh, another particular follower that I mentioned earlier message me and said, "Jeez, how good is it when the Swans get a win? I'm just so yeah. up for beers right now. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone can relate to that feeling. And when you lose,
0: it's more like, Jesus, I need beer. I need beers. Yeah, Grant Thomas gave the GWS a bit of a whack uh, this morning in the media, saying that they're oh, Tomo. Yeah, Tomo. Tom, there's a blast Where from is the past. Yeah, he
2: where's he been uh, yeah, in, exi- in exile? In from too many poor calls. Yeah. <laughs> well, he,
0: he's just popped up this morning and he said the GWS boys have uh, they, they touched on probably what I said in the uh, in the pre Don't have that killer instinct. They're a bunch of uh, front runners and they're, they're never going to do Downhill anything. Skiers, yeah, never mm. going to do anything special with the attitude they've got at the moment. So. Look they it's might be fair, fired up by that. It's fair, fair criticism. Fair
2: it's fair criticism. Um yeah, look, I see I, I think Geelong will pants them probably. They'll they'll be very, very, very angry. Chris Scott was not happy.
1: Five goals angry, Matt?
2: <laughs> I reckon they'll probably bet him by more, to be
1: honest. Tell you what, mate, if you're gonna back in the cats to beat JWS by more than we're gonna beat North Melbourne. We'll see. <laughs> We'll see. We're going to need a stand-in for next week, Tommy. <laughs> Bulldogs versus some the bloke who's actually still got his plot,
0: preferably. Uh, Bulldogs are taking on the Sun Saturday 1:45 p.m. in, in Ballarat. Ballarat, Ballarat, Regional Victoria, Ballarat. Oh, Lord. A little bit of a vibration there for someone. <laughs>
1: Someone's just got a text message. Um, Bulldogs for mine. Yep. They were pretty woeful last last weekend. Yeah. Friday they were like what? they really only just don't get me wrong. Like Carlton actually came pretty late there, but um, I just flopped around a bit. The they dogs. They do, the, as I said to you earlier, Tommy, off the air. Like if they're if they're favourites, they kind of just float through yeah. like it do, like it doesn't really matter, and they actually make it really difficult for themselves. Yeah. But then when there's an actual contest to be had, they you know. They're nose to the grind and they're really right, quite a, quite a strong football side. Um, for mine, it's the Bulldogs, but I would hope for their sake that we see a
0: much stronger outing than we did uh, on Friday. I'll say four goals. Well, they've got the ability to beat this Gold, Gold
2: Coast Sun side by five six plus, but I don't know if we'll see that. What a terrible Friday night game choice that was last week. Yeah, you have to, you have to do it though. Victoria, Carlton Victorian
1: night. Victorian side. They have both got strong membership numbers. Yeah, but still.
0: It's terrible. There it was so many good games on the so w- last many. weekend. Could have surely had a better game than that. Carlton are rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> and they've got like five more Friday night games. Yeah, oh, come That's on. That's berserk. None of that. Mm. Should have had the Derby. Should have had the, yeah.
2: Derby. the so Derby on the Friday That was, night. That was Derby, a great game. That was a, that was a really good game. Um, Bulldogs yep. by, uh, yeah, probably similar. Five goals.
0: Yeah, Bulldogs for me. Bombers and the Hawks.
2: Well, the, bombers Hard to back almost the Bombers are as, almost as rubbish
1: as North Melbourne. Yep. So um, Hawks for mine, Hawks in, a, in, a, in an absolute
0: panting. Yeah, ten. In a panting. Yeah, Hawks by nine goals. Uh, Eagles Port, Saturday, 2.35pm, Optus Stadium in Perth. Can't really tip against the Eagles yeah, at home can't, at the
1: moment. Can't go, can't go against the Eagles no, at home. They're, no a good, they're a solid side. Five goals. Shannon Hearn was a
0: beast. See, that's a five-goal win, Mads. Yeah,
3: we'll, we'll see. You're
2: doing a lot, a lot of talking. We'll see.
0: We'll see. Port's an interesting one, isn't it? If you can't s- apply significant pressure to them, they'll crush you. But yeah. without Ryder, you just you can't see yeah, them winning enough the, games to make top four. It's a big four. one. It's a big one. Um, Adelaide versus Carlton. Ooh, yuck. That's going to be... That'll be... Maybe, a- uh, maybe a- 100. A- maybe 100. Shellacking. Mm. Adelaide at back. Um, you've still got a few question marks over Adelaide against top sides at grounds like the G. But um, if they're... Opposition has any noticeable weakness. Don Pike usually works it out pretty quickly, and Carlton have a few of those.
1: Yeah, plenty. Plenty. But make no mistake, they're coming. Yeah. Give them three. Patrick Cripps. Three
0: years. His inside
1: work is elite. Elite midfielder stuff. Charlie Kernow. Charlie Kernow is fantastic as well, but he comes down. He's down the park. Yeah. And all of. Honestly, if Carlson can just start capitalizing on this inside work that Cripps is doing and A, give him some support and some protection and B, start utilizing his clearance work, mate, they're going to start winning games in a big, big way.
0: Well, for my,
1: emphatically.
0: Bol- Bolton's had a couple of interesting selections this year. I'd. I- Sam Carriage was in on the weekend, had a pretty good performance. I think he had maybe twenty-five plus, and and whacked in and was that support for Cripps. He wasn't in in the first couple of rounds, he's which I found very strange. He's not a he's not all class. He's much maligned. Sam Carriage, but he by, in. by a lot of the Carlton, it, Carlton faithful. He just whacks in though, and and Carlton, he's a bigger body. He can play as a midfield rotation. Otherwise, you've just got Petreski, Seton, and Fisher who are just kids running through yeah, there with Chris, lit- like
2: literal kids,
0: absolute kids. Like, yeah. I, I, like even if he's not the most polished player, and he makes a few silly mistakes. He might not be the smartest footballer. He whacks in. He's a big body, so I don't understand why. He's I'm on with the you, side.
2: Tommy. I'm with you. I don't mind He's
0: in now anyway, so good all, on your bolts. All
2: that being
1: said, unfortunately, it's not going to make a difference. No. With the way no, that they're playing at the moment, no. it will be Adelaide
0: comfortably. Mitch McGovern to take 15 contested marks inside forward 50. Fuck, contested, if they can keep up. Yeah, if they can get close to. Um, Richmond versus Frio Sunday, 1.10pm MCG.
2: Now I was at the G. On Sunday, gee, they were blistering in that last quarter. Well, they just flexed their muscles, It's Scary, they? and it, it is scary because they—it's almost like they were just just messing with Collingwood, mm. yeah, for, for the first three quarters, and then it's like we know we're going to win, so Collingwood were, just gonna were go and bloody win. good. Yeah, they, were they were bloody yeah. good. Yeah, but again, it I, it beg, sort of begs the question: Were Richmond just going at seventy percent, and then like, okay, let's put the foot down. See ya.
1: Pretty formidable offering, uh, Richmond at the yep. G. But that being said, yep. I was saying to uh, Funners earlier as well. I would, I'd rather play Richmond at the G than Hawthorne.
0: Definitely in a grand final. Definitely in a grand final. Yeah,
1: I, G, I, yeah. 100%. I would, I would much rather be playing, uh, be playing Richmond.
0: Yep. They might have got the steal of the draft last year too with Jack Higgins. He's just slotted in perfectly. Oh, and in what a
2: personality! Half. Yeah, <laughs> personality is the word, isn't yeah. it, that's <laughs> You win. You no, win a flag. He's a he's a rare unit, as yeah. Cochin called him.
0: And and you win a flag, and you get a goal like that, slotting in first year player. It's what a bonus. Yeah, yeah. what a bonus. Yeah. yeah.
2: But yeah. he's just he's not just. Ah, uh, I played my role today. You know, the boys had a good win. He's I'm like, oh, no. kicked a couple of snags. <laughs> I'm stoked. <laughs> it's like this is epic. <laughs> this is bit how a, football a, a speaks. Of his mind. Bit yeah. of character. We like that. A bit of character. Bit of character. That's, it. That's uh,
0: it. For mine free, I give it a crack, but. Don't get within four goals. Correct. Oh, 20, go, 27 goals. I'll go six. Yeah, six goals, you reckon, Richmond? Yeah, it, but
1: it won't be embarrassing. Three hours, giving it a go. Saints versus
0: D's, Mads.
1: Saints uh, are yuck.
2: Saints are yuck. D's won at Eddie Um They don't usually do that. No, they don't. So I reckon they'll. They've
1: actually, I think they've actually been going, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they've actually been going okay in their last few days. They've started are, to turn it around at Eddie a little mm, bit lately. Uh, but. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, for mine, the Saints are in even worse oh, condition yeah. than Essendon and North.
2: Yeah. So, they they have serious problems. I reckon at board level all the way down. Like,
1: I reckon they've had problems at board level since yeah. since Rod Butters. <laughs> yeah. Since, <laughs> since Rod Butters since 1897. Yeah. Yeah. There is uh. There is a lot to a lot to worry about yeah. for the Saints. Not just what what they're putting out, but how it's all
0: filtering these are a little shaky when they go in his favourites though, yeah. so you just yeah. gotta yeah. give oh, him the saber oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> And yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. not
2: forget, the Saints drew with GWS, Yep, just a few rounds ago, so. Yep. I'm not writing the Saints off here, by any stretch of the imagination, I reckon it could actually be quite a close game.
0: Melbourne, a much better team on paper, but yeah, I, I it'll agree.
2: be It'll be the Ds. It'll, it'll, it'll be the Ds, it'll be the Ds, but nice little time slot, 3.20 on a Sunday. It'll be an enjoyable watch, I an reckon. An interesting one if the Saints yeah. can bring it. Uh, you know who I'm really liking, just quickly? Seb Ross. Yeah, great. Yeah, really
1: Drake. like him. Fantastic. Like you want to talk about you know, a pretty bleak time yeah. for the football club? Yeah. Talk about a shining star. Yeah.
2: Shining Absolutely. Light, he's fantastic. Sinclair as well. Jack yep. Sinclair, yeah, yeah, really
1: Jack like Sinclair. Jack Sinclair, and um, another Jack. Wouldn't read about it. Nunesie. no, nah, yeah, cracking. Oh, how is it getting away from me? Jack Stephen, Jack, no, Lonely. no, Jack Billings, Jack Billings. Jack Billings, Jack Billings, yeah, good player, he's good, good. Player. he's come, Actually, come on. yeah, was was a spud. Yeah, It took a long time to get going. Agreed. Was took a, a really long time. To- wasn't was a, a spot. was a kid. Yeah, yeah. But it just took a really long time to find his feet, particularly when overshadowed by the fact that they went him ahead of Bontempelli. 100%. Yeah. And you look at what Bontempelli's done, uh, but has risen. He's getting Absolutely. It, it? He's coming along that. really well. Really impressed. man. So, look, not all... Uh, not all doom and gloom, it's in Kilda. hopefully. Oh, there's issues. A lot. Um, a lot of it is. There's <laughs> of, yeah, there's a lot of issues. Yeah. Uh, Brisbane of
0: issues. taking on Collingwood Sunday, 4.40pm at the round out the round of Round 6. Love they Brisbane. won't, but I just want
1: Brisbane yeah, to win. Love Brisbane. I really want them to win. They Col- won't, but I just really want them to. Collingwood were
0: great last week. Grundy versus Steph Martin, that's mm. that's the key matchup. That match will battle. be a fantastic matchup,
1: won't it? Good battle. But again, you know, you talk about Cripps and all the inside work that he's doing. Mate... Steph Martin is one of the best ruckmans yep. in the comp. He's the he, new style yes. of ruckman. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well he's always just had this different approach, hasn't he? He's got the he's got the
2: tank. Yeah, he's athletic. He's, a, he's very athletic. Yeah. He's a big, big boy. He's he is solid. Mate, I rate I rate Brisbane. Charlie so Cameron. So do I. Zorko's down on form at the moment, but as soon as he gets it right. Zorko
1: and Beams. Yeah. Beams is still not quite firing. Yep. Yeah,
2: but just a, they're a couple of years
0: away off being a full final eight contender. I mean, there's just too many kids in that. I'd setup. probably say two years, maybe I'd two say years. Two. Yeah, yeah, maybe you're right. There's I'd just a lot of kids him. in that setup, and it's hard for them to be competitive with really strong, experienced sides around the comp. Collingwood is one of them. They go pretty hard. So, yep. Pies will win, but Brisbane will continue to improve. Tell you
1: what, uh, we've all changed our tune on Collingwood, haven't we? we have. myself,
0: particularly, I call them garbage for multiple
1: on multiple occasions. But it's
2: it's fair to say that. It's it was it that.
1: absolutely was at the time. But all and everyone's going you know, Tommy, I think you sat there and said they'll get pumped by Adelaide by a hundred points and it will be the end of
0: Nathan Buckley's coaching career.
1: And they went out and they won by about nine goals.
0: I was, yeah, I said that was half a chance of happening. I'm taking <laughs> that taking that one back. Bucks, you're all good, mate. You're all good, you're doing all right. Uh, Adam Trelaw, Tommy Phillips is a exciting player, he's done pretty well recently. Um, Jeremy Howe is playing some great footy at the moment for the Pies. Um Brody Grundy, as I mentioned before, in, in the
2: midfield he's been really impressive. Sam Murray, will let go of one there. Well, yeah, he's so quick. Um, I think Trelaw is playing. Trelaw and Grundy, that little duo is phenomenal. Yep. And when when they're both on, it's very, very, very hard to stop. So yeah, they'll probably beat Brisbane by Three. Three, or,
0: three or four goals. And yeah, Ma- Mason's getting into some pretty good, Nick, the big mm,
2: big American. He was clunking him in the first yeah. quarter, I'll tell you that much for free, Tommy. He's turning into a
0: half decent player. He's copped a lot of flack over the journey, mm-hmm. Mason Cox, but he's turning into a pretty decent player. Um, Yeah, five, he's of, got five six. athletic skill set. Yeah. Well, he's was yeah. tall as The old hands. basketball yeah. background, so so Jazz. You just floated. The basketball in. background. You just floated into his area and he just sticks his hands up. He's the biggest bloke in the comp, so. He, he, outreaches anyone if uh, he doesn't get bodied off it he's going to take the grab um, so yeah Pies probably five or six goals for me maybe a little bit more than the the four that you were suggesting there Matt, but yeah Pies for me what do you Beauty. Reckon, Benny? yeah Pies six goals pretty it's comfy so that is that is the tips for the round of matches in round six in the AFL competition that is it for another week on True Bloods Uh, The number one Sydney Swans fan podcast and Khan the Mighty Bloods for this Saturday night against North Melbourne, 7.25pm at the SCG. Make sure you get down there if you're in Sydney or make sure you're near a TV to watch the Mighty Swans on Saturday night. Make sure you check us out on all the social channels, iTunes, Wooshka, Facebook and Instagram. Thanks to Madison Clark and Ben Andrew for being here once again. Pleasure as always. Uh, Gary Rowan's one hundredth this weekend. Gary Rowan's one hundredth. My be man sure. cannot be forgetting that. Gaz' magnificent performance last weekend, and it's going to be outstanding to see him taking the field in his hundredth game after you know the broken leg with Lindsay Thomas and everything else that he's he's been through
2: in. in well, the what last an iconic game for him to iconic, be playing! Absolutely iconic. Can I also just say, if you haven't realised, our host with the most is on a plethora. A myriad, if you will, of sports <laughs> bet videos currently. Hey. Um, in which he cracks well, bulk gags. So if you are uh, feeling inclined... Anyone keen for bulk gags? We'll uh, perhaps post some or perhaps direct you to where they are posted and uh, we'll get things moving.
1: Put a face to the, uh, the sound, the sweet, <laughs> sultry sound of Tommy Flanagan's voice
0: puts you to sleep good on you Flannis let's get out of here thanks you, Mads Flannis. thanks well Benny done, mate. it's been a pleasure we'll see you next week on True Bloods up the Swannies it was a sweet victory against the Catters
3: This has been a Podular Media Production.